Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Every woman gets into a fight, an almost challenge to an almost dead man. The Miz works way too hard. Braun isn't finished with somebody else, and Ronda isn't anyone's property. The road to WrestleMania begins right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. can't i can't get into it it's a good song it's all right it's high energy it's high energy that's a good yeah it's very high energy i mean it it really is a a heck of a contrast to ronda rousey who comes in like a like a cyborg like a freaking robot yes she is she's one track yes one emotion and then it's it's tearing arms Mm -hmm. that's her emotion if that could be an emotion I think it'd be a good emoji, for sure. A tear-the-arm emoji? Well, I mean, there is the arm flexing. Right. If it was just, like, like bloody on one yeah, side. Yeah, if it was attached to a labrum or something, barely. Yeah, yes, just hanging there. <laughs> Here we are! Welcome, everyone, to the Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. So, Elimination Chamber is in the books, and we are less than six weeks away from WrestleMania, which is, uh, wow, time flies. So, mm-hmm. let's get to it. We have a big announcement to make. Very, very exciting, and uh, plenty to talk about. This is a very eventful Raw Dare I say, two weeks in a row, Raw was pretty much fantastic. So let's get into it right now. Johnny LaQuasto here at Jay Quasto. Marquia McCarty is out doing uh, some busy stuff right now, I believe, working for Nerdist. So follow her at Marquia McCarty and uh, check out all the cool stuff she's posting there. The gentleman to my left, he is a former Hollywood Heritage Champion for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And you can see him frequently as his um, counterpart in his own soul. As Robert Baines on Championship Wrestling from Arizona. He's also wrestled uh, pretty much all over the world, as well as uh, different WWE shows as well. Follow him everywhere at True Hobo. He's the hobo. I mean, Robert Robert Baines is the next step in what I feel I should be. But a lot of people in a lot of places feel that he is too dangerous well, to have in their company. But Peter Avalon, God bless him, he feels otherwise. W- he believes that Robert Baines is good for television. Are we allowed to discuss what you did yet? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> but I just want to thank Peter Avalon for everything that he has done. Well, once he we, is a fantastic television producer. I, I can't wait till what you did airs, and then we can discuss it. I think we should actually show a clip on air. Oh, yeah, okay. So people can really... Like, the viewers of this show need to see what you actually did. We can make that happen. Okay, great. We have a great announcement to make. <laughs> so as you know, for quite some time, we've been trying to figure out, you know, a permanent fourth member of the panel because we have four spots, and we want to have four people. And we finally found... Well, we are knew her we just didn't know that she had it in her schedule to be able to join us every monday night but luckily it's official she's an on-air personality for tmz and a host for xpoc 12360 total divas after show and the brand new show right here on after buzz called women's pro wrestling weekly follow her everywhere at tk trinidad tk welcome hey y'all how you doing tony hit the lights oh okay yeah 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 
It's a party in here now. TK's here. <laughs> That's right. All those other people, they were all right, but TK, yeah, she's holding it down. Mm-hmm. Sorry, other people. <laughs> <laughs> so good to have you. Thank you for having me. Chat roll's all about it. That's good. Good deal. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's unusual. People on the internet like stuff for a change. I know. Headlines. We made the right decision. Yeah, feels good. So yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank and you. Good to have you. Obviously, we've all worked together before, but now uh, we can count on you to you know Monday nights. There you have it. I'll be here. Perfect. So let's get off. Tons of recaps. Um, wow, like ten minutes worth of recaps to start raw. <laughs> but I mean, it was a pay per view last night. It uh, it really set the trajectory for what WrestleMania is going to be. So yeah, there kind of had to be a lot of recaps to set context. This might be the only time I actually say recaps were a good thing. Yeah, I, I was okay with it. Yeah, and the women hit the ring first. Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Alexa says, "You know, people are going to look back at me and what I did at Elimination Chamber and say that I changed the game." Then, now, and forever. She then compliments Mickey James and says a lot of things about other women, saying Sonya and Mandy, yeah, bright futures, but not while I'm the champ. Bailey is a sad situation. I love that. And then she said, "I capitalized on Sasha's massive ego to win the Elimination Chamber last night." Between last night and tonight, first off, let's go back to last night. How amazing, TK, was Alexa when she wins the match. She gets emotional. You're thinking, oh, it's just going to be, you know, one of those groundbreaking, like, break character, cry Mm -hmm. it out, hug everybody moments. And she just flips. That was awesome because when she was doing the, like, oh, you know, so happy for all the women and all the girls out there. I'm like, wait a minute. This is not, like, I... I felt for her because it's like, this is amazing as a woman to see women doing all these great things in the ring. But then it's like, no, you're you're a douche. So stick to the douche. And, you and know. she did. Yeah. That was, and it was awesome. You could just see it when it happened. That was so awesome. The critical error is you assuming that she's playing a character. Mm, but a fair point. This is, this, is, this is it. Yeah. This is what she is. She, you don't know what she is. She's changes to fit the situation she's a master manipulator it never stops and when you think it stops you've been manipulated and i feel like there's nothing more personal you could say to someone than say hey your dreams are never coming true (laughs) that's really but it's true though i mean at the end of the day like i i feel like she's not she's not saying anything that's not true because if everybody were to succeed at what they wanted to do or be then we'd all be in different places that's a fair point. So, Most people would be. What yeah. does that mean? Like 80% of the people. At least 80%. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. But it yeah. was really, boy, oh, boy. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's sad, but it's true. I mean, if all of us got up our got off our asses and actually, you know, said what we wanted to do, then, you know, we would all be skinny and we'd all be rich. Yeah. I don't want to be skinny. <laughs> I've been skinny. No, I've seen your diet. When you I started wrestling, know. I was 165 pounds, and now I'm 230. Like, it was a climb. Okay. Yeah. I don't Up. want to be skinny. Not downhill, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Uphill. I mean, I just... The pay-per-view start to finish, loved it. Mm-hmm. But the women stole the show leading off with that Elimination Chamber match. There were so many amazing moments, and then Alexa just capped it off with... Her just proving that no one can touch her on the mic. Yeah. I, I When she first came on the scene, I wasn't a fan. Um, but now between... Are you, are you talking when she was like the cheerleader kind of, sort of? Yeah. Well, she was adorable, yeah. but... 
right. it was just kind of and then I, I was also a fan of Sasha like as far as when she had the belt and stuff like that so I wasn't really a fan because I obviously I don't like change you know with Booker T and all that stuff yeah. but um when as we seeing seeing her progress and also seeing her on Total Divas the combination of the two made me appreciate the work and of course her mic skills Oof. I mean a lot of the ladies are you know we all have to work on something so sure the mic skills is probably but hers is awesome and yeah and tonight pretty much started off the same way just kind of recapping everything and you know she also said in six weeks she's going to break Asuka's streak Asuka hits the ring Alexa makes fun of her and speaking very slowly and you know the whole not speaking she got booed right out of the building yeah especially after a, a not so particularly bright weekend as far as wrestling fans are concerned and uh, NXT, I won't go much more into that. It got kind of racial. It did? It did. At a live show? It, uh, NXT in Florida. It did. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, unaware of that. Yeah. It was kind of This was racing? This was this oh. weekend, unfortunately. Okay. Are we talking fans involved? or Fans chanting inappropriate things. And this is at, in Florida? Yes. Well, that w- well, it's not much of a surprise. Yeah, that would explain. But uh, at, yeah. least, at least when Alexa... Kind of got out of out of line. She got booed tonight. Right. Good. Oh, uh, for you guys who I'm sure you guys know I, it in the chat. I don't. But just, I'm trying not to updraft we, we anybody talk after the show. Yeah. I, I don't. If know. you Google it, you'll find it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Oscar just smiles because obviously she's not going to let it affect her. And well, Nia Jax comes out of the ring. All of a sudden, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, they're all attacking Asuka. Sasha and Bailey make the save. Nia attacks again. Alexa helps. Turns into a six-woman tag match. Alexa, Mickey, and Nia Jax take it on Bailey, Sasha, and Asuka. So yeah, Mickey and Alexa are like best buddies again. I don't know. I think it's still kind of tentative. I mm-hmm. think Mickey has really bought into the idea that Alexa is, is changed and that we're on the other side of what Alexa used to be. I think all of us are sort of in the know, but mm-hmm. Mickey's got her blinders on, and she feels like, no, she's she's good. Feels like a protege type situation, and Mickey's just she's got her blinders on. Can't see it. I don't know. I don't think I I don't think that's the case. I think Mickey knows what the deal is, and in all sorts of scenarios, wherever you are in life, you need somebody, some type of alliance, whether that person is still your enemy, but you guys are working towards the same goal. So I think she she might know what's going on. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Sorry, I just found out in chat roll what actually happened, and I'm disgusted Not by it. Not trying to updraft anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, people are telling me what that's happened. That's the I'm world. That's, what part of Florida was this? I, I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's Florida. Florida's a big, swampy place. It really is. Do you think Asuka, when do you think Asuka is going to lose? That's a great point. I mean, no one thought Alexa was going to win the Elimination Chamber, and she's so. What I love about her is it, not just on the mic, but she's resourceful, mm-hmm. you know, and really knows like like Edge used to be the ultimate ultimate opportunist. She's just that good as well as finding ways to win, and the way she did it last night. I I, I there's no mm, Alec, no Asuka has to win at WrestleMania. See, but that's the thing. That's kind of like the. Um, annoying thing to me it's just kind of like the longer she stays winning like the harder it's going to be for her to fall like i don't know like obviously they're going to build her up to a certain set expect um certain place but it's almost like ronda rousey in ufc she won all these matches and then she got kicked in the face and then everybody turned their back on her so i don't know if they're setting i don't know if they have a game plan or they just like the fact that the streak is going on it just feels like 
It depends on what they think the future really is. Now, Asuka is pro- about eight, nine years older than Alexa Bliss. Not mm-hmm. like that matters because Asuka is still amazing. Right. You would think the ultimate culmination would be for her to win at WrestleMania, saying, mm-hmm. you know, she was NXT champion, undefeated. Now she's, you know, Raw Women's champion, undefeated. That would put a bow on everything. Right. But at the same time, if uh, Alexa Bliss is already at 181 days, I think she says, yeah. champion, if you want that to even continue further and really ascend her character to even the next level, then. Boom. Yeah, because it seems too pretty. It seems like if they if she does that and then she gets the the championship, then she still doesn't lose. Like I feel like she needs to lose somewhere, some way, sometime, and then that in itself will cr- create like, okay, I lost this one. I'm never gonna let it happen again. And then she's gonna bulldoze and then almost get the belt. I feel like if she gets the belt and still never loses, that's yeah. just it's too pretty for me. Unless we add a third person like Nia Jax, and Nia Jax pins Alexa Bliss, and then. What we need is a good old-fashioned screw job. That's that's how it's got to go. Oscar's got to lose, and then it's not really the streak anymore because technically it will be broken. Mm-hmm. But in the eyes of everyone, the streak will have never have been broken, and then it can continue because Alexa Bliss can't beat Oscar clean. Right, right. It's, it's not in her, mm-hmm. so she needs to use her her mastermind and puppetry uh, to get the win while at least retain the belt while making Oscar look weak. Um, and I, I, there's a lot of different ways you can do that, but I, I'd rather them tell me than give them ideas. Right. You don't think it becomes like a stipulation match at WrestleMania? I mean, right now it's just it looks like one on one. And the funny thing is, you know, Oscar, was, she never really made the announcement that she was going after the Raw title, did yeah, she? She didn't. Yeah. She did. yeah. That was. I, I'm not one to criticize. That was a really big lapse in storytelling. Is you know, at first, like, where's Asuka going to go? Oh, no, just wait until after Elimination Chamber, then decide. And all of a sudden, tonight, it's just like, well, yeah, of course she is. Well, this, this is them not wanting to make 100% decisions too early. Yeah. And as a result, things are kind of half-resolved. Um, but that just that kind of happens when you're writing television every week in mm-hmm. perpetuity until sure. you die. I mean, because a lot of people would think, you know, Asuka versus Charlotte would be the match to go, but I guess we'll have to find out who Charlotte's opponent's going to be. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, it looks like we have Bailey and Oscar right now, and, and anything these two will do, I think it's going to be incredibly entertaining. Mm-hmm. The question is, like you said, one-on-one, that's the that's a tough matchup for Alexa to compete. But well, that's, it's just not who Alexa is. Right. Alexa can't do that. She's going to cheat like crazy, and mm-hmm. it's going to be very She should be. Or this whole, this whole good facade is going to melt away at WrestleMania, and we're going to see what she really is underneath, which is reptilian and cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to talk about TK Bailey's just... That was awesome. Yeah. Did not tag Sasha in. I'm sorry, did not tag herself in. Jumped off the apron. I don't know if you noticed, the camera had a great shot. They had a brief stare down afterwards. Yeah. Bailey's standing there. Sasha's against the uh, the barricade. And just real quick, I love that stare down they yeah. had. It's, it's really one of those things that where, where I like the drama of it all because you see obviously with with friendships especially with friendships being you know that long and that that intense that you know there's always somebody who is dominant and somebody who's not like there's never equal like an equal friendship mm-hmm. especially depending on the, the circumstance so it's nice to see ba- uh, bailey take take it and it's like look you've been taking advantage of me for this long i'm acknowledging it this time this is what's going to happen and now sasha has the the choice to learn from it and then still build on the friendship or 
think of it, think about herself and be, you know, um, what's the word? Self-loathing. It's like, oh, well, it's always about me. Yeah. And then the friendship might dis- might disintegrate. So, Especially right after Alexa got done saying she's a sad situation, all of a sudden you see Bailey come out very strong and independent. Mm-hmm. This is a really cool, and you've got to believe this is leading to maybe those two at Mania? I don't know. How many I mean, matches can we possibly have? That's right. The I mean, the, the question is, is there room for that? I mean, arguably, yes, because you have all the time in the world. It's right. WrestleMania. It's mm-hmm. an eight-hour show. You've got to fill time. But at the same time, can they build it and build a case enough for it with uh, with everybody that they think it's worth going on? Because we've heard about WrestleMania matches that were in until they weren't. There mm-hmm. were a lock until the actual show happened and they got dropped. Right. And that's that's just what happens on that day. Um, but I, I, I think it, whether or not it goes to WrestleMania, I'd say the women's division right now has got the most diverse yeah. uh, storytelling of, of anything right now. Agreed. It's shades of gray, and you get to pick your sides, mm-hmm. and you're not necessarily wrong, and no one's necessarily right. And I like that a lot. Right. There's no, nobody's one-dimensional. What I do, what I am hoping for, I don't know if it's going to happen in WrestleMania, tag teams for women, women's division. We, there's more women yeah. coming in. That's how you I get mean, more. you know, at, at one point there wasn't enough to fill SmackDown and Raw. Now they're getting more women. There's more women at NXT. That's I'm sure it's going to come up. Why can't they have a tag team? That's that's um, and that gets, been rumored for a little while. And that would give Absolution something to do as mm-hmm. far as you know. Then Paige would be on television more. Yeah, you know, and, and I think the more she could talk, I think the better for the division as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, there was a video afterwards of Sasha being very distraught about what Bailey did. So they did that somewhere, according to the chat. So, room, so. so the beta wants to be the alpha, and the alpha has a problem with it. That's yep. that's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, it's almost like a comic book. If Bailey turns heel. But she didn't turn heel. Yeah. She's I mean, just said, setting it right. Right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying in the future. Like, you know, she's the hugger stuff, and she's all, you here's, know. Here's the problem, though. To be a heel, you need to have a lot more personality than, than you know, babyface can be, you know, Whatever, and mm-hmm. you're, but to be a villain, you have to have a lot more levels to you. Okay, can she do that? I don't know. I think she can. It'd be challenging. I but mean, that's still waters run deep. Mm-hmm. I think she hasn't been challenged. So Maybe. if you if you see somebody who hasn't been challenged, you don't know their depth, or you assume their depth, then you may end up being wrong. Yeah. Or it could be something like Roman. He gets fire under him, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, where you been? Yeah, which we'll get to. We got to talk about this first because it's a little perplexing, but also very interesting. So John Cena hits the ring, talks about failure. The crowd's giving it to him. He handles it like a pro, like he always does. He says, "You know, when you fail, you go through it alone." But I'm going to pick myself back up. There's only one thing that I could think of doing right now, and that's challenge the Undertaker. Everyone loses their collective minds, memes, you name it. And then he says, "That'll never happen. It's not possible." So I'm going to go through SmackDown and try to earn my spot at WrestleMania. <sighs> Everyone seemed really confused. I was. Like, they they did not know what noise to make or what direction to apply said noise. They were cheering and booing, and they didn't understand why. Kind of like startled sheep. Yeah. They're just making Well, okay, noise. let's break it down. What do you think it is? I mean, you, you don't. Well, to me, you don't mention the Undertaker without it actually happening, right? Well, his he retired. I would sure. be upset if he came back. I would not be happy. 
Um, so I am happier him pulling a LeBron and going, if I'm not going to get what I want, I'm going somewhere else because that's kind of what you do when you're the big friggin' deal. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So go. It's not exactly a baby face move. He's not exactly the good guy for doing this. You're talking Cena. Yeah. Well, he, but he, I don't think he's doing because he said he doesn't think there's anything for him on Raw, kind of sort of, right? Okay, Is that's that... also another way of saying I've lost a bunch of matches yeah. and I'm not getting rewarded for losing a bunch of matches. Let me go someplace else and see what they have to say about it. Sure. Well, I think in the speech he was kind of... It's one of those like motiva- mo- trying to be that, that motivational speaker. So in the speech he was kind of you know saying, dust yourself off, all this other stuff. And then he also wanted the crowd to feel his pain per se. So you know everybody had the excitement of you know Undertaker coming in. Oh my gosh, it's going to happen. And then he literally just pulled the right, rug. Right, which and is like, so weird. And now the feeling that the audience was feeling is the feeling that he felt yesterday. I feel like... That's he's not he's, a, trying to he's do. not a good guy right now. He's not in a headspace where he's he is the John Cena of old. This seems like he's being but, kind of petty. Well, this but, is like the same move that guys who go to leave WWE and go to TNA do. This is you know, a he's mid- going to show up and change his this name. This is a midlife crisis. Like he's been in the game for so long. He's seeing all these young guys come. Obviously, eventually he's going to have to retire. I think he said mm-hmm. he was in uh, former speeches. He said he was like you know hitting forty. He can only yep. do this for so long. He's looking at his mortality. Right. So you know the things that you did at twenty one is not the things that you can do at forty. You him as a forty year old is better than you know the majority of the population. Mm-hmm. But still, he's looking at all of that, and therefore you can either you know age gracefully or fight tooth and nail, and therefore almost be petty. But here's my question though: Why mention the Undertaker if there's not going to be a thing? It was this just to address the internet rumors, or is there something more to it? And that's and then for him to say, "Well, I'm going to go through SmackDown." Okay, I, I, I'm trying to think of what could materialize for him on SmackDown. That's going to be, I mean, then again, last year he it was a, just a mixed tag with with you know Nikki and mm-hmm. and Miz and Maurice, but I, I can't think of anything is on SmackDown a, that's yeah, going to. Is there enough time to almost build a storyline to WrestleMania on SmackDown? I mean, Cena can do it, but still, I mean, guys, guys, if they really want a spot, usually come out and jump somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But that doesn't seem like a John Cena move. So if he manages, to, if he just comes out tomorrow and jumps somebody on SmackDown, it would make SmackDown must see television, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm just very mention the Undertaker, and then I don't know. Okay, I'm going to ask a simple yes or no question. After what happened with Cena right now, prediction, does that mean we're going to see Undertaker and Cena at WrestleMania? Yes or no? No. I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't. Not. I, think it's good. I think, obviously, like, uh, WrestleMania always tries to top its, itself every year. So I'm, I think there's going to be something that we're not seeing mm-hmm. that nobody has seen on TV that's going to happen with Cena. Because, obviously, you can't leave Cena off. WrestleMania. That's just not. No, of course not. So there's gonna be something like it. It'd be extremely lame if it was just like they just built. Like I feel like you need something big. Yeah. So and if it's anything other than something over the top and big and something we haven't expected and we didn't see that person coming, then I feel like ah uh, okay because it's almost because he's on his way out. Like let's be honest. Like 
Well, no, he's he has set himself up to be on the way out. Right. That's what he's telling everybody is... Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. I'm on my way out. I don't know how much longer I can do this. Like, Mm -hmm. he is setting himself up to leave. He's got one foot out the door. Oh my gosh, he's like my grandmother. Oh boy. Okay. My grandmother's been talking about going home to Jesus for like 20 years. Yeah. So maybe that's John Cena for the next 20 years. Oh, God. I don't know if I could do <laughs> this for 20 years. So Cena, Undertaker, buried alive is what you're getting at. <laughs> I, think I, I think I read into I it. Throw my grandmother in the mix since 98. She Why could not? be special guest referee. Why not? And she could just join whoever loses. Boom. I like that. I'll talk to her. Today. How old is she? Yeah. 98. Oh, my gosh. I, I, would obla- I don't blame her. Good for her. Tell her to stick it out to 100, though. I, well, I t- every time I call her, I tell her, like, you know, we should go running. We need to find your husband. <laughs> yeah. She's, isn't, throw she's her, not feeling it. Throw her a party when she, uh, I'll come, go bring, I'll bring cake. And you want to bring the cake? So you come into Toronto? Uh, yeah. For a 100-year-old woman, yes. Okay. I will show up. I bet you can book some shows. You'll be <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll come do comedy at your grandmother's birthday party. I'll decorate the cake. Yeah. She'll love that. I've, I've done shows at uh, nursing homes. They're not the best, but I've, I've done them before. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. You do anything in comedy. You just, if someone asks you, if you want to do it, you're like, yeah, it's an experience. Let's try it. All right. <laughs> so Bray Wyatt, boy, did I love Bray Wyatt tonight. Not only did he dance with Heath Slater and Sister Abigail him, but then afterwards, uh, you just saw a shift in the mental. There was no longer, like, the giggling Bray Wyatt. There was no longer the, I'm not affected by anything more, you know, Bray Wyatt. This was, I, I was defeated. I'm angry, I'm embarrassed, I'm not done with you, Matt Hardy. WrestleMania, the great war is going to end or continue, whatever way you want to put it. I enjoyed the heck out of this. And we didn't even have to see anything back from Matt Hardy. Yeah, it was uh, it was quick, it was dirty. He made Rhino look like a, a puppet. Right. That's a neat trick. Rhino's, a, Rhino's just a huge man. A little, a little puppy. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I don't know what to expect. Something weird's going to happen. Yes, uh, it better. what... I'm telling you, we better get, I say this every week, we better yeah. get stuff at either the Wyatt compound or the Matt Hardy compound. It better be wacky. It better be weird. It better be self-produced. I'm used to being disappointed. Sure. So my expectations are incredibly low. If I get something that's even, you know, one centillion of that, I'll be happy. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like they, they build up the storylines and then they do something that's... They they tried to strive for some creative juice and then it just didn't work out. Like remember when uh, House of Horrors that match? Oh yeah. no, it was when they were doing the thing with New Day um, with Bray Wyatt and they were doing that stuff and it's like then oh. it got somewhere and then it just oh we're not right. here anymore. Quick, yeah. yeah. And it, it doesn't help that we're still sort of in the the shadow of Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor that never happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. that there's that one. Yeah, so it's just I've learned to trust Matt Hardy. And trust everything Matt Hardy's done over the past couple of years. But we're not we're not dealing with just Matt Hardy. No. We're dealing with Matt Hardy and a team of writers and producers and sure. people 
that are, are fighting every day to prove that they are, are worthy of having their job. So if somebody comes in and starts writing around them, imagine how upset they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, apparently Matt Hardy was posting on Instagram of a boat, shovel, <laughs> a boat and a shovel, the shovel with delete on it. Maybe so, buried alive there? Who knows? Just every match is buried alive. Why not? Yes. Why we had a Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Let's have a buried alive yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, there you go. All of New Orleans is haunted already. That's Just, right. It's the per- there's one Although city. you can't bury anybody in New Orleans. It's water. No. It's the table. The water table is too high. Underwater match. Yeah, Prince of Atlantis match. <laughs> I mean, it makes perfect, perfect sense. New Orleans is a very, very paranormal city. Let's have a just one very delightful match. Okay. Annie Hoosier. Prince of Atlantis. I'm pitching that to Kendrick. That's good. You should. I'm pitching that. Put that in your brain right now. Yeah. It'll be in your bonnet. Uh, well, a lot of people were fire on the mic tonight. Not just Roman Reigns, not just Alexa Bliss, but The Miz brought it tonight. Tired of being disrespected. In 62 days, he'll be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion ever. I'm assuming that means the most days with the title ever. I'm assuming. I, I think cumulative days. Cumulative. There you go. He says he's never been used for advertisements. He's never respected by the WWE. And he's just tired of it. And he's talking about his shirts, too. He said he doesn't even have a shirt. He's got a great point. I don't ever see Miz merchandise, which is wacky. Yeah. And he's not on advertising. Like, I mean, it's it's hard to disagree I with saw the him, points that he made. <laughs> he tweeted a photo over the weekend. He got into Las Vegas. And, you know, of course, there's ads everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a big ad for Elimination Chamber. And one of the photos was Dean Ambrose. What? And so he tweets the photo. It's, it's like a group photo. And Ambrose is in the group photo. And he goes, yeah. No respect. So, do you do you think he pissed somebody off, but everybody else thinks he's good? Or do you think this is leading towards something bigger? Or? I just think he's great at bitching, and, and he should always be mad. Yeah, but he has legitimate reasons. Like, he doesn't have a shirt, but... He's he does really well at, on the mic, and obviously people beyond the world of wrestling know who he is. So he's doing good service for WWE. So hmm. do you think this is a thing that they're doing to punish him a little bit, or do you think this is? No. Well, I will say no. this: for a long time, Miz was one of the only you know in, in an era where there's really no heels anymore because everyone's just trying to be cool. Miz was one of the only universally hated people in WWE. Up until about six months ago, and fans finally realized, like, oh my god, he's actually pretty great. I think the Miz is trying to foster change, and in professional wrestling, and this is a hundred percent true. If you want to foster change with people backstage, you grab a microphone and you say it in front of an audience. True. The all of the things I have accomplished in professional wrestling mm-hmm. are because I grabbed a microphone and I said it in front of people. And once you do that, you create a buzz amongst the audience mm-hmm. that fuels what. The people in the back, yeah, uh, then want to create. You could say the same. If he, yeah. if he, the Miz says, "I don't have a shirt," and everybody collectively stands up and goes, "We want a Miz shirt." Right. What are they going to do next? They're going to go. Here's a Miz shirt. Here's two Miz shirts. Buy them. It's going to create the buzz, and everybody makes money, and that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to make money. But that's the question, though, because there are some people that come in and they get shirts. They get multiple shirts. They mm. get a lot. They get a lot. They have pancakes or stuff like that. Sure. So then, ice cream bo- uh, pops. Yeah. And, yep. and then the fact that it's not even like he's 
like a mid car not doing like he's doing very well like right. who's is there somebody dropping the ball on that or it what it is really is time like he said he's been there for 12 years and there's only so much new stuff you can make for 12 years if if you have if you have people who are making it for you that's mm-hmm. one thing mm-hmm. but if you or yourself have to make it then there might be a little bit of a slow thing and i think there for the most part the things that happen are things that the company wants not the individual mm-hmm. yeah so if they want it done they'll have it done people who get shirts right away are because the company sees something in them but after 12 years the miz is kind well, he's, of he's not a, anything new you know why in there he's old reliable which is not a bad thing he even no. said one of the reasons he flipped out of daniel bryan when he had that great thing on talking smack he's like i'm never hurt he's like i'm here every single week mm-hmm. i go wherever they want me to and everything he said was correct and what you said is correct it's not just in pro wrestling it's really any performing art or even any profession if you don't feel like you're getting recognized the way you should the best way to do it is in a public forum and just wow people and make them watch and then they look and they go oh i missed the I missed the boat on this person. Yeah. Where, where's this man? Hey, hey, mm-hmm. let's let's drum up some business for this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's like that family member that you like you you obviously love, but you just mistreat to yes. a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, look, Miz is not hurting for money. Let's not cry that he doesn't have a T-shirt. But no, no, no. you know, but it's 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 a it's a you know a standard. Yes, he, at at minimum, he says he should have a T-shirt, not for money's sake, but for the sake of having merchandise, I, for yeah. the sake of having his face and his brand out there. I'm not going to disagree. Look, if New Day can have <coughs> a clothing piece for every part of the body, I right. think Miz can get a T-shirt. But that's but that's the thing. There's uh, the, when you speak about branding. Like I remember when Xavier started the um, the gaming stuff. He st- did that on his own. He did. So now, as a wrestler, in order to you know get the shirts and all this other stuff. Do you now sh- should you do that stuff on your own, and then WWE comes in and backs it, or it's a double edged sword. If they like it, they'll back it. If they don't, they'll bury you. Mm-hmm. And speaking of t-shirts, two, uh, speaking you make of, the choice. Speaking of shirts, apparently there was a Rusev video where he went to a screen printing shop and demanded they made his shirts quicker. And boy, I need to see that. <laughs> That's that sounds great. It's going to be awesome. Anyways, the Miz, his evening was not done because he said whoever comes down here is going to get a beating from me. Well, that was Seth Rollins. Incredible match, as you would imagine it would be. But the finish, Seth Rollins did a five. Well, let's say five star frog splash from three quarters of the way over lands it for the win. And that was not it for the Miz. Then Finn Balor. <laughs> He joins. Uh, I, I had to agree with with Corey Graves. What the hell was Kurt Angle doing tonight? He really was all over the place. Miz as in that, GM in that, that brilliant yeah. promo. Miz was also burying Kurt Angle. Sure was. Kurt Angle makes the matches, and guess what, Miz? You have two back to back. Enjoy your night. And Finn Balor also took care of him with the coup de grace. So the question is, nothing was announced, but TK, you got to believe probably triple threat mania. Maybe. I title. I believe in CrossFit Jesus. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Has he I mean, ever been? Sure. He's never been icy champ. No, I, I don't know. He's he's someone just like the Miz who I, I could see running with it for quite some time. Then again, with Balor too. I mean, any one of them would be incredible mm-hmm. icy champions. So. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's almost a setup because he he's going to be a father very soon. I think in April or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that's setting up for something big and then he's gonna you know time off do the daddy thing for a little bit and then come back i mean he's counting he already mentioned 62 days mm-hmm. so you would think that would have to come into play at some point but yeah i don't know who knows yeah we do not know i want to get to roman reigns so 
hits the awesome. ring. I don't know what I love about you know segments like these. You don't know what the truth really is. Maybe there's bits and pieces of what he's saying, but he said, you know. I'm just going to be real with you. You know, the back's not going to be happy with me. But Lesnar supposed to show up tonight, and he didn't. And he hides behind his contract. He didn't show up at Chamber last night, even though he was in Vegas running around taking selfies with Dana White. Dana's awesome. Is he? Yeah. All right. I don't know him personally. I know I have a few people who know him. But I don't really like that Dana's talked a lot of smack on pro wrestling in the past. But at the same time, him talking about wrestling still gets I attention to wrestling. it's business. He's a businessman. Yes, he's he a is. sweaty, greasy businessman. It's one way of putting it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, you know, I don't respect Brock Lesnar. I damn sure don't fear the bitch. And then what I love how he ended it, he didn't end in like a, a fiery tirade. He thought about it for a second. He goes, I said enough. I'm going to go back and handle my ass chewing like an adult. And <laughs> he drops the mic and bounces. Where do you think this came from? Do you do you think that really there was supposed to be a Lesnar appearance and last minute didn't happen and they're like, dude, just go out and I don't know, bury him? Whatever, whatever was supposed to happen, the right thing happened. Yes, because everything that Roman Reigns said, the crowd was one hundred percent on board. Which they and, were not yeah. happy to see him, and then he started talking, and everybody went, "Yeah, you're right." And, and let's be real, went, Anaheim was being snarky tonight. Oh, they, this was they, not a Roman Reigns crowd, mm-hmm. and wow. This worked. I mean, last night I was kind of like underwhelmed. Okay, I love Lesnar. I respect Roman, but there's something about that matchup. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see Roman compete with Paul Heyman on the mic for the next six weeks. Oh yeah. And after Can't tonight, I'm like, Paul. oh, what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, Paul Heyman's Paul Heyman. I mean, right. Roman. Roman is about better. tonight. About tonight. Yeah. Well, I think I think Roman Reigns is better than. Remember when he, him, and Cena went up against each other? What was that maybe six weeks ago or something like that? And that was just a disaster. Oh, show. when Cena made they, him talk. And, yeah, and yeah, was, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Kind it of, was. So I, I feel like he's so much better now. But I'm not. I don't know. I almost see see like this is going to be like a Samoa Joe situation when he went up against Brock Lesnar like they just went back and forth and you know now they're fighting all over the place and mm-hmm. then he shows up and then he disappears and then he shows up again and then I go oh, look we're at Wrestlemania it's gonna be physical it's gonna yeah. be fun now do you think it's early because Wrestlemania matches haven't technically been made yet do you think this closes out if, if we keep it at you know Lesnar reigns you could assume we're gonna have uh AJ and Nakamura because you know fast lanes shouldn't even be a thing <laughs> What closes the show? Or do you think, like you mentioned, the women storylines are so compelling? Do you think this is the year? Where oh, yeah. The women close out. I mean, it's anything's possible. Yeah, there was a women's Royal Rumble, so it and it that may, closed out. That's it true. may stand to reason that the the winner of the women's Royal Rumble would headline WrestleMania. Right. So it's it's possible that that could happen. And it also too is dependent on where Ronda Rousey is as far as the the package of Mike Skills performance all sort of oh. stuff because if she kind of gets there Dear God that should not close out the show. Well, not her by herself. Right. But if she kind of gets there, you know, the, the at the end of the day I'm you know, assuming it's always about business. Like it's entertainment, but it's always about business. So she gets there, and they end the show with women doing these amazing things. There's going to be way more headlines worldwide mm-hmm. bringing eyeballs to WWE than... I'm with you. I mean, I think if, if we indeed have that mixed uh, tag match, I think that'd be a great way to start WrestleMania. 
WrestleMania starts, Ronda's music hits. Oh, damn. Okay, let's go. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't, I, yeah. I'm usually wrong, so it's okay. That's, yeah. Usually you have to build it. Casual fans are going to want to see Ronda Rousey, so you mm-hmm. got to bury her a little bit deeper in. Fair enough. Because if you, if you give them that match too early, they're going to drop off. And you kind of need that I at you. least through halfway to get people into the main events. Whereas you think, like the triple threat IC title match, that could be a way to kick things off. See, it's going to be an could amazing be. match. It's going to be fast. It's going to be, it's going to be good. If that is indeed That's, the way we're going. Speaking of which, though, do you think we get, uh, no, there's no stipulation. I was going to say the ladder match, but now we actually have, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro take on Titus Worldwide, two out of three falls match. Great distraction from Cesaro right away. <laughs> Slides by Titus, broke kick, boom, fall one. And then they end up just uh, winning the match, two falls to zero. Uh, even though Apollo, once again, shining. Apollo uh, oh, looks great, and Titus, Titus, he breaks my just... Heart. He just seems to be in the wrong place, the wrong time, and it's it's not for lack of trying. It's not for lack of strength or preparation. It's he's just not used to. I don't know the bar. It's it's their tactics. It's the the way they come at you sideways, never straight on, or even when they do come at you straight on, it's it's with a lot of power. But could it also be you know getting reps in in the gym, right? So the bar has been competing, you know consistently and you know sometimes you might see titus here and then you know you might see him in a bit on you know wwe the, on the website mm-hmm. so could it be almost a reps thing like you do it because like you said it's definitely he has the strength for it and he's been in the game long enough yeah. it's just more of kind of getting you know it could be chemistry it could be the fact that he and apollo were not spending enough time together watching tape and preparing for uh, what they have coming up. I mean, I'd like to think it's going to lead to what we talked about earlier, Titus managing Apollo, because Titus, Titus could have a 15-year career as a manager if he wants to. He's very charismatic. You yes. believe him when he talks. Mm-hmm. And I it, I think that's a great role for him. He was very good in that role when he was managing Apollo mm-hmm. and uh, and Tazawa. And I, I think he could be... could This might lead to that. Mm-hmm. He might, after this... Pull Paul, Apollo aside and say, you know what, I, I just can't keep up with you. I can't keep up with this with this game. I am the weak link here, and I really yep. want to see you shine. You've been putting in 110%. Uh, you're the reason we got the wins over the tag team champions, and I want to see you get somewhere. I want to see you get the matches that you deserve. And I, I that would be great to see. I mean, that's the mature way of thinking of it. <laughs> thinking of it. Not, th- not saying that he's but immature at all. But this is wrestling. But, no, well, this is being an athlete. Like, the last thing you want to do is say... Hang it up. Yeah, yeah, hang it up. Like, nobody wants to do that unless their body starts failing. Like, right. Kobe didn't want to do that. But his body kept on failing. But everyone's different, though. Some people have no problem. Like, you know, a guy that we both know um, was an incredible wrestler. He got Mm -hmm. an opportunity to become a referee, and he jumped at that, and he's very grateful for it, and he's killing it as a referee. He's one in a million. Yes. Right. I mean, I think it happens more often than you think. In wrestling, it does. And Titus is not a young man. If he were younger than he is, I would say, you know what? Yeah, he's 43 or something like that? I don't know. No, he's, he's. I think he's a bit older than that. Oh my god, are you serious? Really? I think. No, he's in his 40s. Like Anyways, we gotta start. Uh, we gotta start moving. Uh, congratulations to the cutest, uh, strongest little kid. Who actually not even a little kid. He's a teenager. Uh, Jarius Robertson gonna get the Warrior Award last uh, this year, and he's gonna give a great. Talk speech about Mike and, skills. 
Oh, man. <laughs> he, he can teach a clinic. He's awesome. And he is a fighter, and congratulations to him and his family. Elias makes fun of Anaheim and said he wasn't going to treat himself tonight to his uh, own performance, but Braun called his music noise pollution, so he's going to sing. Leads to Braun versus Elias. I loved it. I mean, Braun tosses him around. Elias gets the fire extinguisher and attacks, and then <laughs> Braun tries to... Oh, there it is. Braun tries to break him through the announcer's table. Elias gets away and just runs like a scalded dog all the way to the back. And then you just hear Braun scream, I'm not finished with you. It's a human cartoon, and it's the best. I mean, that's that's what these two guys really, really bring to the table. Yes! It's just it's over cartoony! Over-the-top antics. Uh, it's professional wrestling at its most basic. It's a giant versus a guy who everybody just wants to shut up. And... Elias has gotten comedy. He's embraced comedy so quickly over the mm-hmm. past. Like in NXT, I don't think they quite knew what he was going to do. But since he's been up to the main roster, I don't know how many months he's embraced comedy and he gets comedy now. Like he gets timing and patience. What are they going to do with Braun? I don't know. Romania. Just in like I mean, it's almost like he has all the tools to be a champion. Oh, he's going to be. Something. He's going to be white hot. He's not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think. As soon you know, you know how WrestleMania is a reset. Mm-hmm. I think 2018 and 19 will be the year of Braun. I think. I almost want to see like a Triple H and Braun match. Uh, I don't know if Triple H wants that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very fair point. But yeah, these two. I mean, I don't know what it's going to lead to. I'm still pulling for a, a Kane Braun buried alive match. I know I'm a weirdo, but we'll see what happens there. And what happened to Kane? I, I don't know. He's running for mayor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Vote Kane in Knox County. Knox County? Knox, Knoxville County. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go for him. Find him. And to close out the show, Triple H and Stephanie, they blame Kurt Angle, says he has double pneumonia, which first off, if you have double pneumonia, you need a lot of antibiotics. You have a lot of parasites inside of you. You probably shouldn't be working. Yeah. Is what you should and he was walking doing. pretty yeah, and so Ronda Rousey charges to the ring, which I thought was great. Kurt Angle calms her down. He says, look, coming here was the best decision you ever made. And Ronda says, no one's ever slapped me before. I'm no one's Lies. property. <laughs> right, she's been Slapped hit. to the face. She's been the hit foot. a couple times. Yeah, yeah. foot slapping. Not to mention what Holly Holm did to her. Yeah, that, that, was, that the was the foot. Yeah. Well, Holly's a boxer. I keep thinking she punched her, but it was a foot. Uh, yeah, and Kurt says, look, I need this job. I lied about everything. I made stuff up. Ronda wants an apology. Stephanie apologizes. And as they back away, Triple H just sucker punches Kurt Angle in the face. And then runs away. What a just beautiful disaster it was. (laughs) That was, uh, uh, yeah. Where do we go (laughs) from here? One asks, knowing pretty much exactly where we we know where we're going. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just... She's uh, obviously she's that's her personality to to an extent. She's a nice person, you know, in other cases. But it just the fact that Stephanie apologized to her and then then kind of cowardly went out the ring. Like I'm not for that life. That's not. This happened really quick. I don't think you needed to build the match in 24 hours. I mean, you still got time. Yeah, it could have been like. I don't know, somewhat of a friendly contract signing to where Kurt just didn't have to become a tattletale all right. of a sudden. And then she has a whole locker room of women to create something with. Like I don't, I don't know. I, I, I am. I hate when people, in general, like with TV shows and everything, they try to ram these things. Like, oh, you should watch it. You should do this. You should. And it feels like they've been talking about her for so long. And you know, yes, yeah, she's a great fighter. She's coming to this this 
field and she needs to work on things and, you know, little by little kind of grow. The fact that we're doing all this, you know, balloons and hurrah for her just showing up, this is not about that. I life. mean, this is a far cry from her going right for the championship. Right. right. Like, she, they might have set her up to do, possibly. This isn't that, so I'm okay. And also, the, <laughs> if they have this mixed match with Triple H and Steph versus um, Ronda and Kurt, that's going to get a lot of mainstream media attention. You have the two bosses against, you know, the legendary fighter and the legendary Olympic gold medalist. Or. A lot of publicity. Or. Or. Ronda and The Rock. I think he might be busy, and Kurt Angle is a second banana. The Rock is doing 19 movies. Well, I mean, just, you know. That's what they wanted. That's what I want. Uh, But we're going to get Kurt Angle, because (laughs) Kurt Kurt Angle's going to work with wrestling fans. For sure. And and it's going to get a lot of attention, more so than if Ronda just had a fight with, you know, someone on the roster. This is Triple H and Steph, and and it's, it's, yeah, it'll get a lot of... A lot of attention. But the last time Kurt Angle fought when, when with uh, Ambrose and um, Seth, it didn't look pretty. No, but in a mixed tag, it doesn't necessarily... He, he, came, he kicked ass pretty hard. I mean, he did, like, but I mean, he looked like, you know, the 80-year-old guy running around with 20-year-olds. Like it but just, you got to think about it this way, though. In, in a mixed tag like this, Kurt's probably going to be taking most of the heat, and then Ronda will probably make a save, and then do something weird with Steph, and then... So I don't, I don't think Kurt's going to have to do it. You know. Maybe this is the culmination of the Mixed Match Challenge. Maybe this Ooh. is what the Mixed Match Challenge has been building to the entire time. In a and buried, we've never seen it. In a buried alive buried match. Alive. All right. <laughs> time to wrap. What a show it's been. Welcome, TK. Uh, th- you, this you. was fantastic. It's like we've been doing it forever, so pretty sweet. And I'm pointing to WrestleMania. Somebody in the eyes. It's right over there. I don't know there. where the point is. Uh, anyways, uh, put yourself over. Go for it. Hey, guys. Thank you uh, for you know appreciating me. All the love on the chat. All that good stuff. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I am still training for the marathon for you guys who've been following me on everything else. I am uh, raising money to donate water pumps in Africa. So if Whoa, you want to nice. you know, do all that, go to my byline on everything at TK Trinidad. Other than that, you can catch me on TMZ, Baller Alert, Xbox 12360, and Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. Yeah. Boxcar Superstar. Yeah, I'm on the Twitter and the Instagram at True Hobo. I do the NXT after shows on the Wednesday right after the show. We're also starting to encompass 205 Live because that doesn't have an after show and there's a lot of talent that's going from NXT to 205. So we feel that we actually should be covering this. And as a result, we're going to start to absorb that into us. We're going to call it a power hour. It's the NXT and 205 Power Hour. I like that. Yeah. Power hours are always good. That's always, always, always That's right. Good. Um, Follow Marquia at Marquia McCarty. I am at Jay Quasto. Brea Improv this Wednesday, the 28th. The next Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Sunday, March 11th. Make sure you're watching on Fight TV if you can't watch on the CW. There is so much great stuff coming up. So download the app. Watch the show for free. Also, I'll be in Pittsburgh March 15th to 17th, I believe, and I forget what else. Just go to QuastoAlbum.com, get my album and stuff. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.